Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America. One enslaved mind at a time. And if you think I sound a little hoarse, you're right. It's allergy season, but this is also the fifth interview I've done today. So... Um, we just can't take a day off because evil doesn't. And so we're going to explore more with what's going on in Ukraine. And this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report with Doug Thornton, former Marine contractor and DHS agent. And me, I don't know, just a jack of all trades. Decent at some things, excellent at nothing. But uh, we're here and we formed a dynamic duo and the show's really growing in popularity. It's absolutely incredible um, and how it's taken off. And, and we're glad you guys are getting something from it. Um, we are brought to you by Food and Water. <laughs> Do you understand if war breaks out, you ain't going to get no food? You'll have what's in your house. That's if you can keep it. Same with water. You have to scavenge because you know there'll be a cyber grid takedown. Water won't be moving. So, do you have a water filter? Okay, good. We got one for you. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter. You'll see the research when you log on. There's also no price increase. That's incredible. I can't believe they're doing that. And the water filter is really good. Really good. The best there is. It's number one. You'll see that on the research. They've held the price line. And there's a sale. I cannot believe they're doing a sale. Unbelievable. They are going to sell out, though. I've dealt with this vendor many times, and they will sell out. Okay, secondly... You need food. So, you know the deal. 25-year shelf life. 2,000 calories per day. You know the deal. You know you need two years. Do the best you can do. Preparewithdave.com. So, you got waterwithdave.com with 40% off. You got preparewithdave.com and sales on the 1, 3, and 12-month package. Um, You're going to trust this government to feed you, provide you fresh water. And one other caution, too, about the um, water filter. As they say, two is one and one is none. You need more than one. And at this price, you can afford it. All right. We have a never-ending flow of subjects. Doug said this to me in our pre-air discussion. Every 12 hours, something big breaks. And I interviewed uh, my old friend, Darren Weeks from Govern America. And Darren first had me on his show in 2003 when McCain was trying to steal my property. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That was late 2003, early 2004. So, gosh, we're going on almost two decades now, and, and he was the first radio host to interview me about that. And uh, we 
talked today, uh, I interviewed him, he said he had inside information on who's really behind the war. And he started naming Russians by name. You can hear that broadcast on Friday on our network. And he started naming the Carlisle Group, the Bush crime family, and that good old Joey is just taking orders and doing what he's told. Actually, it's Susan Rice and Barack Obama that's controlling the show. And they're trying to provoke a war. And one of the things that came out of the, our discussion was NATO was was within an inch of signing up Ukraine. This, the media is not telling you the truth. Imagine that. Not telling you the truth. And they were right on the doorstep of signing NATO. And they knew it would cause a war. They want a provocation. Because here's a bigger picture. Now, Sam Arnold, who's our Latin American expert, he and I have talked about this. Sam Arnold says, Dave, did you know that all the nations in Latin America are communist, aligned with China or Russia, except for Mexico and Brazil, but they're moving away from Biden. They see what he's all about. In fact, Mexico and Brazil met with Putin a week before the attack. And these nations are all joining a confederation that we used to call the BRICS, gold-backed currency. And they want nothing to do with the Great Reset. And they'll be the next war, the Third World War, will be against the Western democracies. And they do want the Great Reset. And we're part of that Great Reset crowd. With the Biden administration, Trump was not. That's why they cheated him out of the election. So that will be the war. It'll be Europe. United States, Japan, what's left of Taiwan, if anything, against South America, Central America, Cuba, most of Africa, Russia, and China's on the fence playing both sides. So we're not sure. And we're not sure about India yet. I think India's trying to decide who's going to win and they're going to join their side. So, Doug, welcome to the show. I thought I would just lay out the groundwork for our discussion quite a series of developments that are beginning to emerge well i think india has gone to align with russia i do too uh, i think india needs to get a lot of its wheat source and uh, oil from russia so you know i think uh, i think they're going to uh probably do their best to diplomatically keep relations open of course everybody is Everyone who had diplomatic relations geopolitically for trade route or whatever, for the most part, still has it. Uh, a few Western nations did not go that route, but just look at the EU. The EU will eventually be pulled back into the meeting table, the negotiation table, and Putin will force them to capitulate or he'll cut their power off. And, you know, we know what that looks like. We know what that looks like geopolitically when you are now having to rely upon power to come from another direction. And we know that there are certain countries that can also refuse you, like what has happened to the United States. It, it's big enough that it needs to be brought up. We cut off the oil pipeline in America. We cut off the oil pipeline in Russia. Saudis won't give us oil. Venezuela won't give us oil. Hell, we even went to Iran. They won't give us oil. So what is a country left to do? It takes 
it it takes natural resources a, a tremendous amount of natural resources uh, to produce solar panels and to produce wind turbines and you know but there are other things out there we have uh, you know you have nuclear reactors the most sustainable and efficient mass producer of electricity next you have hydroelectric dams but you know if we're just talking about loosely within America itself there's only I think 2,300 of those dams that are hydroelectric generation stations so you know America is a very large um, a, a very large member of the world but we are a very large country and from west coast to east coast we have a very complex grid system and within all that is all these different workings from every different individual state to feed power to one another europe is not like that so whenever one nation goes down it can actually grossly affect other nations around it which is where russia it russia's got them by the nose the moment putin wants it um but you know it just i guess david really depends on how crazy these people feel because if they really wanted to they would have cut off everything from russia but they're not they're either trying to work they're trying to figure out a workaround uh from getting their oil their heating oil and other power sources from that side of europe from russia or they're going to commit geopolitical suicide and <laughs> and or they're going to have to capitulate. There's just no other way around it. What we see right now, everything in the world that could ever happen is happening in Ukraine. I, I Every 12 hours, there's something new. Every 12 hours, I'm expecting the next false flag, the next whoopsie-daisy, uh, the next event that looks highly staged. Uh, did you get that email I sent you with the video? Um, no, I know you said you were going to send me a video, and I didn't get it. Okay, so the the video uh, from one of my listeners from the American Vindictive Show, uh, Micah, uh, he sent me a video, and it's of a patrol, a Ukrainian patrol, a uh, military patrol, and they're all you know off on the sides of the road taking a knee. They uh, they've created their you know element of security. And I don't know what they're doing, but all I can see is at least 20 members of the press all huddled together following the patrol. Now, this is just my opinion. Okay. Take my opinion for what it was. I remember when they attached CNN to our unit in uh, Iraq, and we were more or less told to get rid of them as fast as possible. So we were either to, you know, take them to the scariest places that we could find or just, you know, I don't know, just get rid of them because no one ever likes it when the media is around. Because for one thing, it, it just completely distracts you from your mission and it draws in a lot of unwanted, unneeded attention. Well, you know, when we had the media attached with us, it was, God, I think maybe a, a three or four man team. I'm talking about what I saw in Ukraine, and uh, I'll, I'll resend it to you, Dave. It's at least 20 or 30 reporters. They got their boom mics and cameras and digital recorders out, and 
if you have witnessed everything that I have, ladies and gentlemen, of the last two or three weeks, all the bombs that are being dropped, all the cluster bombs, the loose missiles, the artillery, the mortar fire, uh, the sporadic gunfights, if you are de- deployed in a Ford, Ford deployed into a country that is going through any type of civil strife or military contest, you typically would have some sort of a security element with you. Your security element should probably be military trained or a mil- you know, uh, somewhere within that, that line of fashion of, of being a veteran uh, and experience at, at this. Uh, and I would say that one of the things that you never do is you never bunch up, ever. You always have a displacement uh, between yourself and others. You, you don't bunch up in a crowd. If one grenade falls or you know if one mortar falls, it's going to kill every one of you because you all decided to hold each other's pocket. So that's what I saw. And to me, it looked like, Dave, it looked like it was a very forced... Uh, Patrol. It looked like it was something that was strictly for media. And this is my complaint, is if the media has the time to gather themselves, and, you know, the military is sitting there in their military uniform, which is camouflage, and the media is in bright neon orange and neon yellow, well, everyone is going to know that's media, that's the troops, I'll just aim right there. So... Either this was something that was staged, or there's just a lot of stupidity happening in Ukraine right now. And I don't believe there's a lot of stupidity. I think there's a lot of treachery. I think there's a lot of uh, evilness going on. But you know, if I was if I was the squad leader or platoon leader, and I saw all these people around me, I'd be chasing them away. Get you and your bright colors away from me and my men as fast as possible, Dave. It doesn't make sense. There's too many things that are forced. We see all the different things about Zelensky. He was an actor. Uh, Looks like he may have had some drug problems at one point in time based off his mannerisms. Uh, You know, he's given given all these people throughout his country uh, uh, all different types of firearms. And we're seeing all these different tragedies pop up, but then another news outlet will pop up and say there is no tragedy. It's not that bad. In fact, the Russians are actually being very nice. And then on the other side, it's the Ukrainians who are being very bad. So I don't know what to believe, but I can tell you this much. There's a war going on right now for a territorial control. Ukraine right now is it. And you have factions of the world like the West and then the East that are fighting for it, much like the Axis and the Allies. Except now, the strange part of it is that everybody is the bad guy. There are no good guys for any of this. The United States is not the good guy actor anymore. You know, uh, neither is the EU, neither is NATO. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't see where any of this benefits anybody anymore. We see what's happening. We see the mass migration that's coming out of Ukraine into Poland and others. And we see other countries that are denying the Ukrainians from coming into their country. Germany just recently said that they're going to deny any medical treatment to Russian soldiers. So the whole world at this point is uh, abandoning the Ukrainian people 
uh, I, I would say politically anyways, the politicians are. They're abandoning the Ukrainian people. They want to keep up the Ukrainian government. But then the other side of the world says, you know what? We're not even going to abide by the Geneva Conventions. And if anyone from this side of you know Russia gets hurt in any of these conflicts, we're not even going to. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more... Go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time i'm gonna treat them dave i've never seen that before and that's why i'm saying this is interesting this is a for me this is a first i've never seen the way this war is working i've seen plenty uh, so i'm just i'm confused and i'm watching every day like i said every 12 hours is something new Every 12 hours, it's it's a new headline, it's a new spin, it's the biolabs, not biolabs, you know, it's assassinations, not assassinations, it's Chechens, or then it's the Wagner Group mercenaries, or it's uh, expats from the United States and Europe that's fighting for either Russia or Ukraine, and then we have all the neo-Nazis, we have the corrupt government, Hunter Biden, we have, you know, Hunter Biden, the Clintons, uh, the Bushes. Uh, John Kerry and his son you know everybody has their hand in the honey jar right now eventually somebody's going to win it 
Well, what they're trying to do, I think, is cover the whole scenario with as many smoke and mirror tales as they have so they can take people off the trail. I mean, ultimately, I believe this comes down to the Great Reset, Western democracies, so-called democracies, and everybody else. That's World War Three. I yeah. believe at the end of the day, China will sit it out because they've been guaranteed the world policeman role. Did you know that in uh, the West Coast of South America, China's establishing schools and teaching Mandarin? They plan on colonizing. They're, they're going to be the world policemen. Why would they enter a conflict that they've already won? Well, look at around the world and tell me where China hasn't colonized. They're trying to catch up to the U.S. is what they're trying to do. See, we gave a very good uh, playbook as to how to do this through politics, democracy, diplomacy, and uh, economic loans. Yeah. yeah, and loans. Yeah. And that's exactly what China's doing. China has the upper hand right now. And if China comes to call and says, hey, we got more gold than you guys do, and challenges us at the International Monetary Fund, and the American dollar becomes devalued, I would say almost immediately America goes to war against China. Almost immediately. But also that's that's what China is waiting on. Because I think, um, as even though we have many of these countries that claim to be our ally, I think the moment that we don't have anything to really give back, uh, they drop us, and then they go with the highest bidder. Yeah. Um, interesting development along those lines. I don't know if this is the point to put this in or not, but uh, what we're looking at here is last night, the State Department reacted to a message from China, where China, and I'll paraphrase, any nation that supplies any military support for Taiwan will be dealt with decisively by China. And we have troops in Taiwan. We have pretty much built their defense system. So pretty much that was a declaration of war. But I think it's more for show than go. I think Biden's response was so weak I think he was signaling to China, I know y'all got the blackmail on me and um, my corrupt, crooked, pervert son. Go ahead and take Taiwan. That's what I think is going to happen. We will do nothing. Well, I think, I don't know, once again, Project Patsy. Joe Biden was the perfect man that they were looking for whenever China was shopping around for who they want to be the next president. And Joe Biden has the deals. He's made them. His son made them. And he's doing exactly what he's paid to do. He's paid to do nothing. He's paid to make us look like an embarrassment on the the, uh, world stage. You know, we're losing faith in the dollar. We're losing faith in our government. Losing faith in our government leaders. But so is the rest of the world. So, you know, eventually, what's the only thing that can uh, that can reset all of this? <laughs> is the 
the Great Reset. That's I think uh, inevitably this all comes to the Build Back Better plan. I don't think Vladimir Putin was ever on the Build Back Better plan. And uh, since now he's being a little bit of a stick in the mud, well, I think they're about to force the Build Back Better plan onto Moscow. And then they're going to carve up Ukraine. I think they're going to carve up Russia. I think China will take most of that. The United States will be able to maintain our territories for a while until we eventually have a conflict with them as well. Communist China is a wildfire. They are a disease that has broken containment. And the only thing that you can do is scorched earth and hope that there's nothing left that the Chinese can buy. But when they have more money than we do, and Dave, it's not just that. When they are willing to do the dirty deals that we're not willing to do, when they're, you know, right now we say, well, you know, we own the EU, uh, we own NATO, we more or less own the UN. When China buys up every little bitty territory that eventually starts building a larger and larger uh, kingdom, well, they can easily match NATO. And they can easily move their weapons, hardware. They can easily stage their troops, uh, you know, grasp more uh, infrastructure and industry, which is what a growing empire needs, is that infrastructure and the industry. And that's what they're doing. They, they have become uh, kingdom makers, and we have it. That's one of the things that I guess you could say between the Iraq war and Afghanistan war and Obama, we stopped trying to, I guess you could say, expand America. We stopped trying to expand the imperium that we live in. And uh, we, we, instead we degenerated, we went backwards. And because we went backwards, the world took advantage of it. Hence, whenever Obama went around kissing people's hands and apologizing. So when Donald Trump gets elected, everyone goes, oh, well, hey, we're not going to deal with you for the next four years. You guys make sure you get him out of power, then we can go back to dealing with each other again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's reasonable in your assumption and assertion there. I think you're exactly right. But I come back to the fact that this is a common denominator problem, and we have to weave our way through the smoke and mirrors to arrive at that. But I think at the end of the day, this is what I think, Doug, and this is what also I fear. History will look at the Ukraine war with Russia as the face-off between these two entities I talked about, BRICS versus Western democracies. This is the beginning. You know what it comes down to? Who survives the economic collapse? Because the whole world will be affected by it. See, the problem is, is when the economic collapse happens, and if the dollar loses value and we drop down a couple tiers, well, then the world is in an economic collapse because currently uh, the currency of the world is still the petrol dollar. So that would make a lot of waves for a while until uh, you know the lake became placid again. But it's going to depend on who can survive that and who can rebound that. You know, they say that we're, what, $30 trillion in debt. 
We're probably more accurately and look, guys. I'm not an economist, but I've talked to them. Uh, I would say we're probably closer to edging to the hundred trillion dollar debt area, and that's not just American GDP. That's everything that we're invested in around the world. You know, and there's a lot of black, uh, there's a lot of black budget stuff that's there that doesn't get counted. But we're we're we have grown to the rate exponentially, where I don't know there's there's no chemo for this cancer patient that's called America. You're not going to be able to cut out our debt, and you know you what right now every every family owes like a a couple hundred thousand dollars the moment you're born. There's no way to sustain that. But China, China is wanting their people now to buy gold and silver, and to hold it, and they made it legal now. You know, I think we should probably really start to pay attention to all the economic advancements and industrial advancements that China is into because that will be the decision of the next leader of the world. Not the free world, obviously. But their advancements will dictate their survival of the next economic downturn. If they can find a way to manufacture steel when the world... Uh, has no ability to buy and sell, then China can still do good. And I think with the BRICS Nations Alliance, if they just completely come off the International Monetary Fund and they just create their own thing, their own banking system, which, what was it, like 58 countries was involved with that, with the BRICS, right? So if they create their own form of currency, if they cre- if then if they maintain it, well, they don't really have to worry about anything. And it's all the rest of us suckers that are still attached to the World Banks and IMF. We're screwed. Well, the one thing I'll say is um, the old saying comes into play. Poop rolls downhill. And um, I've talked to enough economists to know that although the dollar may fail, everyone else will have failed first. Yeah. And, uh <laughs> So we'll feel it most severe last. Um, we'll be watching the world go under. It's kind of like the drowning man. You go under three times before you submit. And that's kind of what we're going to do. We're going to see people go under three times, and then it'll be our turn. Um, we could turn away from all this, but I don't see that happening. One of the things that's happening, though, through our show together, the uh, Doug and Dave Intel Report, is we're fulfilling some prophecy here. The sins of the leaders will be revealed. And this is what's happening here. We're revealing the sins of the leaders. I want to go back to something you said, too, about debt. When you include the unfunded, mandated liabilities, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, it's $250 trillion. Now, it's not all due at once, but it doesn't matter. We don't have it. And we have a birth rate of 1.7 for our indigenous population of all groups. Now, I could buy Biden wanting to bring in immigrants to offset that because you need 2.1 to maintain your economy and maintain your birth rate. And I don't mind bringing in the 0.4, but the way we're doing it, 
is catastrophic to our country. 100,000 fentanyl deaths because we don't stop drug dealers, we don't stop child sex traffickers, we don't stop violent felons. And when they're arrested here for the same felonies they commit in their home country, we just let them loose. They're in a democratic city. So we have all hell breaking loose. We can't sustain the Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. This is going to doom the elderly. You're going to see prescription rates, healthcare services skyrocket in cost, supply and demand. And it's an effective form of genocide for the elderly. And we see this mentality that exists with them, Doug, because what did Cuomo do? He killed off elderly by putting COVID patients in nursing homes. Intentional depopulation of the elderly. See, they're Fabian socialists, which means that if you don't put more into society than you take out, you should be eliminated. And that's what the guiding philosophy of these people happens to be. And so elderly, they serve their purpose. So now it's time for those elite, quote unquote, to get rid of them. This is what I, part of what I think we're seeing right now. Well, here's the other thing that I, I think we need to pay attention to is the science and technology aspect of this. If we peer into Russia, we see what the world uh, was able to do to Russia within a matter of less than a week. Banks, credit cards, phones, internet, cable, uh, shipping and handling, produce. I mean, you name it, textiles. Everybody pulled out. And we forget that they're like average normal day-by-day people in Russia that still have to deal with all this, that don't want to be a part of any of this. And, you know, that's the, uh, the that's where we get to be the voice for the voiceless. But we need to understand something. This is when we start to cross that dystopian Rubicon. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. When they asked Elon Musk to turn off all Tesla vehicles in Russia, that is a very frightening aspect. Because with the growing science and technology where everything is Wi-Fi, Everything is digital. Everything is keyless. Everything's done by an app on your phone. Eventually, they'll have the ability, Dave, just to turn off everything. And there won't be a light switch in your house that'll work, even though you can flip the toggle up and down. It's not going to work because they can physically, manually interrupt service uh, providers straight to individuals now. And, I mean, if you just consider the fact that soon the technology will be that if your car becomes repossessed uh, because you missed payments, it won't be a wrecker that's going to be coming and picking up your car. They'll just tell your car to come back to home base and then they'll resell it to somebody else. <laughs> Interesting. That's 
That's the level of artificial intelligence and science and technology that we're in. This is the same artificial intelligence, the same science and technology that is uh, assisting with the funding of research by these uh, faceless organizations, to include DARPA, that help to run your medical industries, your prison industries, your military industrial complex. We have made every year, Dave, every year we make leaps and bounds on how to more efficiently kill one another. But there's still not a cure for cancer, though, albeit, Joe Biden says that he will. Uh, discover or, or let loose the cure for cancer, which that's scary because if we didn't trust the vaccines, I'm really not going to trust the cure for cancer. Uh, you know, this is a this is the state that we live in now, and I don't know. I guess it's weird because you would think with what's happening in Ukraine that if this was truly an evil invasion. Over a sovereign country that at least America would step in and tell the big bad bully of, of the EU playground to knock it off, to stand there and defend his little friend Ukraine, but we're nowhere to be found. We're nowhere to be found. NATO's nowhere to be found. You mean to tell me NATO, the UN, America, we, we're afraid to get into a conflict with Putin. If we claim to be as amazing militarily that we are and to be so strong with our North, Treaty, uh, North Atlantic Treaty alliances as we are, we should be able to decimate Putin through our own cyber attacks, through our own uh, X, Y, and Z uh, operations. But we're not doing it. We're just allowing the dismemberment of the government of Ukraine to the extent that Ukraine will look like the next Iraq. But just consider this. When the atrocities happen, Dave, everybody's going to look to the United States first. We are the leaders of the free world. And they're going to say, Mr. Biden, why didn't you do anything? And he's going to sit there and stumble and stutter, and he's going to look to Kamala Uh, And she's just going to roll her eyes and walk away. That's why I say Operation Patsy. Operation Scapegoat. Joe Biden is being set up to be blamed for this blunder of Afghanistan and Ukraine. Two very, very major issues, by the way, for a president. And then the world is going to look at the United States as a problem that has to finally be not only questioned in international courts, but we're going to have to, they're going to have to have some sort of a remedy for us. Because right now, the United States is doing nothing but causing problems. Oh, I don't know. You really think they're going to gang up on us? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I don't think it'll be any different than the alliance, although I will say this. You're right about Europe. France and Germany will join Russia at some point. The members of the BRICS Nations Alliance, to include Iran, 
for the past several years has brought these uh, these problems up, and China has recently done it, has brought these problems and issues to the UN and said that American empire building, American colonialism, is the real evil of the world. It's not uh, terrorists in the Middle East. It's not global warming. It's corrupt powers from America. And in some ways, they're actually right. However, even if they're right, I think that we Americans should be given the ability to correct those wrongs, but the world's not going to sit by and watch. Because the moment Vladimir Putin is tricked into the real trick, where he really has to then deploy his units his military units to, you know, combat air power most likely first. Uh, well, there's the thesis for war. And once that war stops and we get into Ukraine and then we don't stop till we get to Moscow, Vladimir Putin is going to tell the world, if you don't stop the United States, we're going to blow up the world. Just like North Korea does every couple of years whenever they run out of rice. Yeah, but the, the problem, problem is, is Russia can do it. Yeah, I was going to say, the only problem is no one believes North Korea. Everybody believes Putin. When Putin makes a threat, nobody laughs and scoffs at it. Instead, we start to strategically plan around the threat, and we try to come up with uh, countermeasures for it. But right now, I mean, the hermit kingdom of North Korea has more solidarity in their government than the United States does. We've become the laughing stock of the world, but we've also still hold the mantle for the most powerful military and the most powerful nation. One of these things is not like the other, and one of these things has a future, and the other one doesn't. We either get our act together, politically, or we get taken down a peg or two. And once we get taken down a peg or two, we are never climbing back up that ladder ever again. They'll never allow it. China won't. Russia wouldn't. Um, interesting points. Very interesting points. What do you think in Ukraine could cause the war to widen? Well, I mean, just recently over there towards the Polish region, there was a NATO base that I think within a close proximity, a guided missile struck, some sort of a, an explosion happened. Uh, if it were, and I think it, they, they're saying now that it, I think it's uh, 30 people are dead. If Russia just so happens to shoot at a NATO member. You know, just like how we've always said that if we shoot in the direction of Moscow, Russia's coming with its actual military, not this B team that they have in Ukraine, which I am I am bound to determine what we see in Ukraine is not the elite of the Russian military. No, it's a bunch of conscripts uh, and kids. Yeah, for the most part. That's why they're giving up. That's why they're giving up. Their tactics suck. 
The tactics suck. If you watch the videotapes, if you're if you're a veteran like I am, if you watch the tactics of what's happening throughout the military convoys, the convoys uh, of artillery and the rocket platforms and the tanks, there's no security. There's no actual security. Why bring in that hardware if you're not even going to provide a ground-level element of security? Too many things are just not making sense to me. You know, uh, I'm, I'm hearing the rumors that Vladimir, Vladimir Putin was tricked into going into Ukraine. That the biolabs were a setup for him to go into Ukraine. If any of that is true, well, if they're already, just consider this, if any of that is true, and they're already trying to trick Putin into a military conflict in Ukraine, well, they have other things planned. There are other phase lines, let's say, to this plan. I think the overall end goal is for either genocide to start uh, some sort of a mass atrocity, like a hospital being bombed, which has already happened, or a school being bombed, which has already happened. Maybe delegates are, are kidnapped, assassinated, murdered, tortured. You know, any of these things are on the table. We're talking about Ukraine. You know, we're not we're not talking about Sunnydale, Ohio. You know, we're talking about Ukraine, the third most corrupt government in the world. The Ukrainian mafia is just as bad as the Russian mafia, and they run half that country. Anything can happen as long as the right people are paying them. Well, it is a government for sale. There's no question. And the, you know, I said this earlier today in a previous interview. I said uh, it's not a matter of who's right and who's wrong. There's guilt to go around for everybody. But I do believe the main provocateur here is the Biden administration. But uh, Putin's wrong, too. You're killing civilians. You didn't need to invade. You could have uh, pursued other means first. He didn't attempt to negotiate free attack. These negotiations, which I think are meaningless and are taking place now, happened after the attack. So I, I think he realizes he's backed into a corner. He's got to show strength because South America... Central America won't join him if they don't think they can win. See, I think this is his... What battle was it? Uh, the Battle of Saratoga. The Battle of Saratoga in the revolution is often referred to as the turning point in the revolution. And not because it was a big strategic victory, although it did keep the British from coming down out of the north. It was more important because it signaled to the French, these people are serious. They could win. And that led to uh, the French sending advisors and then later committing ships at Yorktown, which was the decisive battle of the revolution. And there were a lot of years in between there, but I'm saying without Saratoga, there wasn't the French. And without the French, who knows what would have happened. And I think that Putin probably looks at Ukraine in the same light. He's looking at, like, if he can't win here and stand up to the West then why should all these other nations follow him and defy the Great Reset and what's coming? Well, I agree. And the Epoch Times actually have an article right now uh, that I'm reading that's very similar to that. 
the ASEAN countries, the ASEAN countries' response to Russian aggression in Ukraine vary across the spectrum. That's the headline. And it says, on February 26th, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, ASEAN, released a statement regarding the situation in Ukraine. Without naming Russia, the foreign ministers of the 10 member states said that they were deeply concerned over the evolving situation and armed hostilities in Ukraine. We call on all relevant parties to exercise maximum restraint and make utmost efforts to pursue dialogues through all channels to de-escalate tensions and seek peaceful resolution in accordance with international law the principles of the United Nations Charter and the Treaty of Amity and Cooperation in Southeast Asia. For peace, security, and harmonious coexistence to prevail, it is the responsibility of all parties to uphold the principles of mutual respect for the sovereignty, territorial integrity, and equal rights of all nations. So that's their official statements, and their strongest response came out of Singapore. So currently, what what we're seeing with Ukraine is everybody is being forced to take a side. Unlike Iraq, the world came down upon Iraq and agreed to do it. But there was a lot of money to be made, the oil. Now we see the same thing. However, the problem with Ukraine, and I guess you could say the problem with technology, is that when we invaded Iraq is that when all this stuff was set up in Iraq, whenever we talk about the atrocities of Saddam Hussein and uh, the Republic Party that they had there, the real problem is that no one really knew what was happening. So because of that, disinformation from the United States government was able to be employed. Misinformation, malinformation, disinformation. You know that thing that DHS says labels you as a a domestic violent extremist? Yeah. Well, that's what we did for Iraq to allow ourselves to come in. Where were the weapons of mass destruction? Where were the babies that were being, uh, their heads smashed into the floor and being thrown out of the incubators? None of that really ever manifested, even though there were chemical weapon factories there. I, I've been to one of them. But it was nothing compared to what they told us, what they lied my generation of warfighters into for. We're seeing the same lies now. They're going to release a nuke in a, in a city. They're going to release biological weapons. They're going to release chemical weapons. Where is it? Where is it happening? Russia's going to steamroll into Ukraine and knock down every tower and kill every man, woman, and child. Well, where did that happen? So none of these um, machinations are happening yet. None of them are manifesting so there has to be another narrative wrote. I always believe that we we see things that are event-driven and that there are narratives for every single event. And if one doesn't work, we move on to the next event. We keep throwing darts at the board until one of them sticks. And then, once one sticks, we play it 24-7 on the Internet. We, we tug on everybody's heartstrings. And even Mark Levin. I like listening to Levin. I, I admire him. I really appreciate the the direction he comes from. But I think he's wrong with what he said recently about the reason for why we should be in Ukraine. I, I'll say it to you like this, Dave. 
if America was really out for the best interest of the people that are being maimed and hurt and killed amongst the conflict between the Ukrainian military and government and between the Russian military and government, and if it was really our utmost principle to step in and to be actual peacekeepers and to stop or, or almost demand the ceasefire through military uh, uh, force, then why aren't we there and why aren't we doing it? I don't have an answer because uh, clearly, well, I'll tell you what does come to mind here. I think a lot of this is um, they're sniffing out Russian battle strategies. I think some of this is a beta test for NATO. At least they believe it is. Whether or not they're going to be allowed to act on the intelligence they're gathering is another matter. But I do think that this is a beta test. And I think they're going to test Putin. I can't believe they haven't sent the jets in. That's just absolutely mind-boggling to me. They have not done that yet. Can you address that? What do you think is going on there? Well, I mean, Poland wanted to do it. Uh, They wanted to send the MiG-29s in. Former General Kellogg, he said, send in the MiGs. Give them rocks and stones and, and bows and arrows. Give them something to fight the Russians against. I guess in a way, militarily, I can agree with that. However, now that I guess you could say I'm an adult and I'm not a child in war, uh, I would say that now I I oppose it because I know better. I oppose it because I know the lie. I oppose it because I understand the narrative. I guess one of the other problems is, is, is just the overall hypocrisy that we see. The hypocrisy that we see within the United States government of saying that we should be in Ukraine for every reason in the world, but yet they were more than okay with shutting down America and taking away your constitutional rights. So this same government that wants to stand up for freedom and safety is the same government that just kept you locked down and they ripped away your freedom and your safety. We're still talking about the same leaders. So this this uh, hypocrisy that we see does not make sense and that's not the type of government that I want to lead us into war. Uh, they still can't give us an actual reason for why we need to be in a conflict with Russia. They can't give us an actual reason for why we needed to put on all the uh, restraints that we have on Russia. But Joe Biden will sit there and lie to you and say the reason why you're paying $4 at the gas station right now is because of Vladimir Putin. So once again, hypocrisy. Mr. President, open up the pipeline. Open up the pipeline. I, you know, I'm just going to say whenever I was in high school, I remember when gas was under a dollar. I would love to see that come back. But instead, the projection is it could go up to $10 a barrel or $10 a gallon. America can't sustain that. We cannot sustain a, a failing economy and a war economy. You're exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, we're kind of at a interesting dovetail here because I'm going to take a final break here and then we'll come back for some conclusion on these thoughts. But ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing a lot of talk here about economic collapse. The dollar will not survive long term, although 
you're going to see it happen to everybody else. But by the time you realize it's going on, it'll be too late for you to take defensive action. And now's the time. And I'm telling you, if you don't have gold and silver in your portfolio, uh, you're missing a lot. And if you have some, you don't have enough. And I deal with uh, Noble Gold, and I'm a customer. And in fact, we're doing another tweak tomorrow. And it just it never ends because circumstances change. And Noble Gold is non-pressure. You'll have to close the deal. They'll send you free material. So I'm going to say it to you like this. If you have a nest egg to protect, you don't have to be a millionaire. But if you have a nest egg to protect, you need to get a hold of Noble Gold. Now, I'm going to have you take the most least intrusive point because you'll have to contact them after they send you free material. You go to goldbeforelate. That's goldbeforelate.com. And you just fill out the form, and they'll send you the material. Then it's up to you to contact them. And ladies and gentlemen, they're busy for obvious reasons. And I would suggest you move on this right away. Doug, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of at, we've taken everything up to the cliff tonight, I think. I think we're we're kind of like lining the chess pieces up. And uh, there's a little minor skirmishing between pawns going on in Ukraine. But I think the worst is yet to come by far. Uh, final final thoughts here before we tell people how they can follow you. Here's a final thought, but it's a segue. Once again, I want you to really dig in and understand narratives that are being wrote. Fox News recently released something on March, March 13th, and it was a poll. And uh, Chad Wolf, the former DHS secretary, was was commenting on this poll from Democrats who say they, quote, don't believe America is worth defending if invaded. The narrative is being wrote. Yeah, I agree with that. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's very astute. And see, Ukraine's being used by the West. They're being used to establish a foothold against the BRIC nations by going after their leader nation. And they're going to basically try to topple Putin and I think if they can take it, take them out militarily, they will. And they could tolerate tactical nukes as long as they don't go to ICBMs. And I've had this discussion today with one of my best military people. And he thinks that tactical nukes are a real possibility if this expands. Doug, how do people follow your good work? Well, you can follow me on the uh, American Vindictus show. That's the show that I host on GS Radio. And that is between 6 and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, K-Y-A-H AM uh, radio that's a uh, station 540 that's between 4 and 5 p.m. Uh, mountain time I am also now on YouTube and I am on uh, the social media platform Getter and Rumble and I am loading up videos as fast as I can put them out YouTube's already given me one strike was that a strike and, or uh, a warning oh no it was a strike they're supposed to oh, give no, you a I... warning first well between what me and Bob were talking about, I guess we went beyond the warning. So, you know, YouTube is not more than likely where I'm going to end up calling home base. That's where I'm going to put a lot of just historical stuff on. Uh, so you can catch me on Rumble and maybe another platform. I'll, I'll be paying attention to the website, folks. I also have a blog post up where I'm posting some stuff, my own personal thoughts up there. Yeah. And many people have asked, hey, hey, Doug, can you please label all these uh, unlabeled podcasts? They are officially labeled, and they should be up on at least half of them up on the uh, on the website right now. They are. So I've been following this thing called Analytics, uh, Dave, that you've been talking to me about. 
I've had over 4,000 uh, people visit the site. What would be really cool is everyone that visits the site, if you could please go to YouTube and to Rumble and also subscribe. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and Doug, push we gotta, numbers we, gotta, up. we have to hold it right there, my friend, because we are up against a hard break. But you're right. Catch him on all those venues, folks. And um, when we post this to the web, we... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and I'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.